I don't think I heard you. I said, praise the Lord. Please, thank you very much. We thank God for this morning and for his blessings to our lives. I just want to share with you something that the Lord, by his grace, has opened my eyes to. And I know that it will be a blessing to you as well. Shall we pray? Father, we are very grateful to you for your love and kindness. Thank you so much for the fact that there is none like you. You are the ultimate, the eternal, the everlasting, the God of all glory and honor. To you we have come, that you may speak to us according to your word and your will. Open our eyes, understanding, unto the direction that strategically we will live to please you. This we ask in Jesus' name. And everyone said, thank you. Now I can hear you better. I said everyone said, very good. This morning we are going to listen to the topic, spiritual strategies, the best way for living. Hallelujah. Spiritual strategies, the best way for living. Let me be honest with you. You see, the word strategy is something we need need to look at carefully. It simply means, when you look into the dictionary, it simply means uh, the act of managing uh, an affair cleverly. The act of managing an affair cleverly, intelligently. That is what it means. And so by virtue of the meaning, there are many of us who can easily find ourselves in adopting strategies that are of a very high intelligent way or very high cleverly way. And leaving the Spirit of God out of matters. Praise the Lord. But you see, we have also observed that. And that's why I thank God for the Word of God. Ah, I love Bible. You observe that Bible has answers to everything. Bible has answers. And the old people in the faith, they were very strategic. In all of the things they did. That's why they lived such a successful way. And pleased the Lord. And do you know that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Whom we are to imitate. Was also a very strategic man. Hallelujah. Jesus was so strategic that. I pray that you and I. Would get the spirit of Christ. So as to be very strategic in everything you do. I will quickly read something in John chapter 11 verse number 8 to 10. Very, very exciting scripture. I love so much and I pray that you will love it as well and meditate on it. The Bible says, the disciples said to him, Rabbi. Lately the Jews sought to stone you, and you are going there again. 
Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If any man walks in the day, he does not stumble, because he sees the light of the day. Verse number 10. But if anyone walks in the night, he stumbles, because the light is not in him. Amen. Very strategic, as far as I can see, in this scripture. You see, Jesus, twice in John chapter 8 and in John chapter 10, an attempted murder over his life. The Jews wanted to kill him. And so, Judea was not a very friendly place for Jesus. And the disciples knew it. So when Jesus said, I'm going to Judea, the disciples said, Master, this is a very hostile place for you. Why do you want to go there? And it was also very necessary that Jesus went there. He had to go because the reason is that his family friends, people he loved very much, were living in that place. And then two sisters, plus their brother, only two sisters and their brother, whom he loved very much, they live in that place. Two of them had already called Jesus and said to him, Please, would you come because our brother is sick. We want you to come and heal him for us. We know when you come, he'll be healed. And so, the disciples forbidding Jesus from going to Judea simply meant Jesus is not supposed to do what he had to do. And so when they said that to Jesus, Jesus said, and I love this statement, are there not 12 hours in the day? Child of God, the problem with many of us is that we are not able to identify when we ought to do things, and we don't ask. May the Lord help you to understand this. Hallelujah. The disciples were worried. Said, Master, it cannot be done. So meant that if Jesus had not gone, Lazarus will not be raising up. Or will not be lifted up from death. Jesus said, the issue is that the work must be done. But all you need now to know is when do you strike? When do you do it? May I say to you, a child of God, the problem we are having is because many of us are not strategic. And I pray that by this word of God, you will become strategic. Hallelujah. And so... When they said, don't go, he said, hey, it is impossible that I stay here. Something ought to be done. And I must do it. I know what you are saying is the fact. I know what you are saying is the truth. But may I tell you, I will not be caught and killed if only I am able to do it at the timing of the Lord. Very strategic. After all, what does it mean to be strategic? Cleverly doing things at the right time. 
Now, the time cleverly means that if you are not very careful, you can become so clever in everything you plan that you may not consult God for leadership. And that is why this message is relevant. Amen. To be very strategic simply means as a child of God, you have to learn and to ask God that God may lead you to do things the time it ought to be done and to make choices the time it ought to be made. If you don't have those things, may I announce to you that you will be in hot soup. Because the adversary is waiting for, to present something to you that may appeal to you and you may be in trouble. Amen. I want to hear you better than this. I said amen. Thank you very much. So, spiritual strategies, the best way of living. The men of old learned it. And as I was studying and the Lord opened my eyes, I broke down and I said, Lord, help my life. For this is the best way to live and I will now concentrate on that. Amen. I want to show you something quickly. Mama Grace, do you have your phone, your this thing with you? Would you please do me a favor by going to Second Samuel chapter 2, verse number 1 to 3. I want everybody to pay attention to this scripture carefully. Second Samuel chapter 2, verse 1 to 3. It happened after this that David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up to any of the cities of Judah? And the Lord said to him, Go up. David said, Where shall I go up? And he said, To Hebron. So David went up there, and his two wives also, Ahinom the Jezreites, and Abigail the widow of Nabal the Carmelites. And David brought up the men who were with him, every man with his household. So they dwelt in the cities of Hebron. Amen. Amen. Now, the reading of this scripture can be hazy in your mind. But I want to tell you something. Are you ready to listen? I will give you a background to the scripture. Here we were. Saul had made life miserable for David. Wanting to kill him because the women have sung and said that Saul had killed the thousands, but David has killed the ten thousands. What is left now is the throne. And so I will kill this boy. And so all through David's life, he was running for his life. And then the Philistines engaged Israel in a battle. At that time, David was minding his business somewhere in the wilderness. And then, there was Amalekites. In the course of the fight, when finally Saul could not make it and running for his life, he was so tired and weak in his body, had gotten to a point where 
He is now stuck and was like this. And he knew that if anybody came at that time, he will finish him. He turns and he sees this young man. And he says, who are you? The boy introduces himself. And then he says, please help me by killing me. And, and the boy said, is that so? Of course, the boy knew something. That this man had been chasing David, the one who killed the Goliath for us. And so what I will do, I will help him to kill him. So this boy killed Saul. And son of Saul, the beautiful brother, wonderful guy, Jonathan had also died. And so this brother quickly runs to the wilderness and to where David was. And he gets to David and he says to David, in his tattered clothes, in his muddy appearance and everything, he comes and so excited and he tells King David, King David, I have good news for you. King Saul is dead. What does that mean? Meaning the seat is empty. Praise the Lord. And I came to tell you so that you will know that there is a vacancy on the seat. And as King David, see, a strategy. let me tell you something. I pray that everybody sitting here will be spiritual. I pray that everybody sitting here will be very strategic. I pray that everybody will not take advantage of things he sees until God has directed him. No, David says, huh, How did you know that Saul had been killed? Then he told his own story. Then he said, Where? Okay, manable after this. David cries and makes a funeral over the two brothers, over the king and his son. Everything was okay. He instructs his Boys, this boy was not afraid to touch God's anointed. Kill him! And they killed the boy who brought the news, thinking that he has brought good news. That's why the Bible says, after this, oh, you were giving the story? You're a very kind man. The Bible says that then it happened that after that, David inquired of the Lord. This is where my message is. Praise the Lord. After that, David inquired. Now, let me tell you what happens to people's life. When people see advantages or situations as open doors, they never take their time to ask God. This is why many children of God have made terrible mistakes. And it's as if God is not hearing them. It's because, ah, I saw an open door and I entered. Did you ask the Lord before you entered? For David, when this thing happened, it happened that after this, that David inquired of the Lord. You know, normally you will do that. Huh? Now, it looks like when they sunk and said, I have killed 10,000 when I walk, it will be very easy to be accepted as a king. True or false? You are not minding me at all. Don't you see that David could have just jumped and said, ah, My time has come. But David did something unique. He inquired of the Lord. 
Now, Lord, I can walk freely. And look at something he said in this scripture that I really want your attention to be on. And it happened that after this, that David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up to any of the cities of Judah? Listen to the question. Any of the cities of Judah? And the Lord said to him, Go. If it were you, after hearing it, you would have said the license has been given, so I am going. But strategically, David knew that, yes, God has given me the go-ahead, but it is important that I find the specific place God will have me to be. That is strategic. So he says, Lord, where shall I go up? Because there are many cities under, under, uh, 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 under Hebron. No, there are many cities to, uh, under Judah. This is where many of us, we are not patient. We don't take our time to be deliberate about our walk with God. We don't do it. We only see opportunity and immediately. Let me pause here for a second and tell you something. A young beautiful lady. And everybody else wants to be married. So they should be married. Amen. It's okay. I don't mean no harm. Who had kept herself was so wonderful. Had her profession doing very well. In the desperation of wanting to be married. A man appears. And presents himself. As somebody who also wants a wife. And gets closer to this sister. And this sister gets excited and doesn't ask anything of the Lord. That's what I want you to hear. And quickly jumps on the wagon. And the brother was so intelligent. Very strategic. The brother was very, very strategic. Made sure... The sister did the wedding by herself because she said that I've worked, you see, and my work has not paid me. And let me tell you, when I marry you, I will pay everything back. Brother, sister never went to the Lord and asked anything. Gave everything she wants and borrowed money even for the wedding. Later only to discover that a man was married in a certain village with five children. A boy in Rebecca. I want you today to surrender to Jesus and to be strategic with everything you do. The word looks big, but I gave you the explanation. And I will show you how you can be very strategic spiritually. Praise the Lord. Sister is now owing, brother. Sister is in trouble. Gave birth. Even the naming ceremony was a wahala. The guy would not come. Only to discover that she has been fooled. You are here. You want a husband. So every trousers and shirt. You will not be strategic about it by asking the Lord, number one. Even after God has given you the clearance you need to go and check which village is coming from. You need to, if you came to Pastor Dennis and he perceived something and said that, well, are you sure about this? 
I think you should slow down. Eh? When your wife and I own in a session, no one person may worry. It's okay. It's okay. Go and worry. Hallelujah. May you not miss the message in the name of Jesus. Eh? Mudia, Muni, Muirinum, Tetati, Hona, Mihuna, Manino. Mean few. You go into it. Eh? This pastor Dennis, he doesn't have anything to preach than salvation, salvation. Me too, I need, let me go to another church. We don't even ask the Lord, you go. You zoom there. May the Lord help you. Is that my daughter who is visiting us today? I'm excited. I thought you have abandoned us. Hallelujah. Listen to this. David offer was so specific. He said, you want me to go to Judah? Fapaha. But specifically, where exactly do you want me to do? God says Hebron. David carries the two wives, and then he carries the men, the men, the fighting men, and says, God has given us the clearance, therefore we can settle in Hebron. I pray that from now on, please, I haven't insulted you. Don't be stupid. Amen. You must be very strategic. Don't jump into anything. Be very sure what you are doing and do them correctly. After all, what? Why? Because many pastors have spent much time. Today I release your husband for you. Oh no, no, Kriti Nipa. Today. From here, somebody will meet you with this. And because you are not hearing Pastor Dennis saying that, not mere strategist. The strategic man is the Lord Jesus Christ. Your amen was too weak for me. As I learn and study, Mama, I see the men of old. Why? They were wise. Do you know what the Bible said? The children of this world, in their generation, they are wiser than the children of the light. Children of God. Why is Jesus talking like that? Because, you see, by the explanation we gave to the word strategy, cleverly managing an affair. So the children of this world... They cleverly will come. He will come like a nice man. This church, glass church, remember? Now, Meshempa, decent and nice girl, Amia Misha, or one of Porsche Kabi. Marapuno. And then he will come and be, you know, he's the most gentle. Your pastor is never gentle. He's the most. Oh, Pastor, the man that I have found, he doesn't even talk. <laughs> Pastor, you will love him. I will love him. Yeah, the one who is loving your, the, the man, don't come and say you will love him. Pastor, when you see him, you yourself, Krapo, you'll be very happy for me. I'll be happy for you. What is your strategy? What strategy have you adopted? 
child of God. Let me just give you one testimony. First service, I was led to say something different. And I'm going to say something different here. When I was growing up, I got, as the Lord who opened the door for me to join KLM, I joined. And I remember, you know, the dream of every Guinean is to go to America. And I knew that for the airline industry, by God's grace, you may get a visa to go to America. And the time I was talking about was Rollins' chain time. When Guineans were very hungry. And everybody would refuse a Guinean visa. Boom. I went to the U.S. Embassy because I was going and attending my first course in Holland. And I took some days off and I said, after this, I will just quickly go to America and see my cousin. Those days, all these WhatsApps and texts, woman. I didn't have, it was when I landed at the airport in New York that I even called my cousin and said, I'm here. He said, here where? No communication. But you see, I met an angel on board a flight and that's another story. But anyway, so now here I was going to apply for American Embassy, Visa. On that day, I will never forget the name of the, uh, the chief consular, Gonzalez. Gonzalez was, he, in those days, they will let you stand before the counter and the interview is still the same. And then people get there. They say, yes, what are you going to do? They rejected. We were about 200 people. We were just about two or four. They gave us the visa. When I got there, I said, yeah, who are you? I work for KLM and, okay, what are you going to do in the States? Just visiting my cousin. All right, go and pay. When many people, you know, when they say go and pay, I learned, I went for my course, I finished, I traveled, and I learned in New York. Now listen, this is the strategy. My cousin meets me in the house. They were living in a flat. One day I will tell you the story. Some of the old people know, because there was a man God sent in the plane. He looked at me. I think it was an angel. He said, where are you going? I said, wait. Took my handbag. I gave the address. Okay. Started. I don't remember what he said. But anyway, he carried me in his car. Because when we came out of the airport, he carried me in his car. He said, wait. And drove uh, Queens. And then he said, you say your cousin live here? And then we checked on the wall and I saw the name. And we ran. And then my cousin said, yes, who is that? I said, Joe, Osai, Opens the door, I enter. She even didn't know I was coming. No, we don't have much. And then when I landed, we settled. And the conversation was this. Hey, where were them? I said, where were them? Yo. And the young taxi be my own uncle. Not Tanahana. Oma. Nukunu. Oma's was the husband. His brothers have come. They've settled. Who do your papers? They said that. Listen to this. 
So I would have remained in America. So after all this conversation, I said, Joe, there are many people who know what to do. But I am so, because of course I went to pray and I said, Lord, this thing, is this the correct one? And I had been married for few years. By all means, your wife too will join you. When I asked the Lord, the Lord said, no, you didn't come here for that. It's okay. So, Joe, I told Joe, Joe, you know something? There are many people who are wise. I am not wise. I don't know what to do. I thank God for that statement. I don't know where it came from, but the Holy Ghost. I never knew what to do until I am told to do. At this time, I haven't been told to do that, so I'm going back. And I thank God. That's why I'm standing here today. You would have just said, There's no bloody fear. I'm going to stay here. Spiritual, strategic person doesn't do that. You see, he said, Lord, where in Judah shall I stay? Let's advance it a bit. Second Samuel chapter 5, verse number 22, mommy, to 25. Second Samuel 5, 22 to 25. Second Samuel 5, 22 to 25. Then the Philistines went up once again and deployed themselves in the valley of Rephiam. Mm-hmm. Therefore David inquired of the Lord, mm. and he said, mm. You shall not go up. Mm. Circle around behind them. Mm-hmm. And come upon them in front of the mulberry trees. Mm-hmm. And it shall be when you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the mulberry trees, mm-hmm. then you shall advance quickly. Mm-hmm. For then the Lord will go out before you mm-hmm. to strike the camp of the Philistines. Mm-hmm. And David did so, as the Lord commanded him. And he drove back the Philistines from Geba as far as Geza. Hallelujah. Now watch this and see number verse number 23. I love it. You see, you need to be very strategic. Don't depend upon your intelligence. Don't depend upon what you think you have seen. The Bible says, David therefore inquired of the Lord. Anybody wants to be strategic in this life, ask from the Lord. Nobody say amen. amen. Anybody wants to be very strategic in this life, ask from the Lord. If the Lord does not tell you, don't do it. It is only when you have asked the Lord for direction, then you can tell me that you are a very strategic person. And so the Bible says that David inquired of the Lord and he said, you shall not go up. The people were up there. Don't go zoom like that. Don't go up. Rather cycle around, behind. So probably it could have been a mountain. And then, you see, when somebody is on the mountain, he has the advantage, true or false. And so you just cycle, just cycle around, cycle around. As you are praising God and blessing the Lord. And come to them in front of the mulberry tree. 
You see, as they were doing that, the Lord was also working his things out. Let me tell you something. Your blessing and your victory will be only at the mulberry tree. And if you don't ask the Lord, you will not get such detailed strategies. Strategies, amen. If you don't ask, you won't get. You won't get. And then the Bible says that he said that now when you, as you go around behind them, come upon them in front of the mulberry tree, the verse number 24, now tells us that, and it shall be. When you hear the sound of the marching in the tops of the mulberry trees, that means God was going to cause the tree to be sounding like marchings. Hallelujah! Then you shall advance quickly. For then, for then, the Lord will go out before you to strike the camp of the Philistines. Why, it will not happen. Praise the Lord. I want you to learn to be strategic. And I'm not trying to make it. I'm making it simple. Be in consultation with God every time. And in everything. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Many have been in trouble. Many have lost businesses. Many have lost money. Many have lost many many have lost many things simply because they never consulted the great strategist, which is the Lord. So Jesus in speaking said, Are there not twelve hours in the day? Are there not listen, they want to kill me, but don't forget that. I'm a strategist. I asked the Lord, when, when is the right time to hit? And I did it. And I was able to enter. And I was able to raise Lazarus. And Lazarus has been living. The strategy is, when are you going to learn to become wise? When are you going to learn to depend on God as your greatest strategist? Sometimes we are too intelligent. We seem to have answers for everything. But let me tell you, a child of God has options. You see, when I took the meaning of that word from the dictionary, it was very clear. Intelligently, cleverly, arranging your affairs so you can do that. That is the natural thinking. But there is also a spiritual way of becoming strategic. And that is to ask the Lord. And as you ask Him, you will receive of the Lord. Praise the Lord. How many times you haven't lost many things? How many times it's as if God never heard your prayer? How many times haven't you said... Is God there at all? My friend, He is there, but you strategically omitted Him. Go back to Him. Stretch your arm on Him. He will hear you. He will answer you. Let me tell you something. Many of us 
are not experiencing this grace of God because we don't ask. We don't ask. Jesus said, ask that you may receive, that your joy will be made whole. We, you know, we talk to friends more than we talk to God. We talk to elderly folks more than we talk to God. The fact that somebody has a gray hair does not mean he's... <laughs> I'm careful which word to use. The fact that somebody has experience, as much as we need experience in life, does not mean he has the answer. First, talk to God. And if God tells you to go and talk to this person, you know, when saw so, so Paul, when the Lord jammed him, he thought that to please the Lord was to quickly ask the Lord, what would you have me to do? The Lord said, that's not the matter now. It shall be told to you. You will now become very strategic. You will know when to strike, when not to. Child of God, child of God, the mistakes you have made, it's because you were not spiritually strategic. And pastor, what does it mean to be spiritually strategic? Simply ask the Lord. Don't move until you have an answer. And when you have an answer, take the steps. He will never disappoint you. Praise the Lord. Today, believers don't have that. And it is sad. You need a job. You see, some of us, I can tell you so many things in my life by God's grace, but I mean, I just want to do it when I'm led. Be very strategic. You may be cheated, or you may be thinking why I am. I am being cheated. Only ask the Lord. I remember in my days in KLM, I don't have much time to preach anymore. I wish I could preach. God will help me to have this time so I could share many things. I remember in my days in KLM. I've said this to you, but probably it will help somebody. I was such a terrible general manager in our estimation. He was not promoting any. Anytime we came for cola arrangements, which is a cost of living adjustment, he would just do something online. He would not give. And the man, he had his godfather, and he loved Ghana. You know, you stay for only three years. The man was allowed to stay for five years. In fact, it was uh, uh, Madame Grace Adomacon's boss. Everybody was frustrated. Many people left. Many people left for other airlines, such as Swiss and other things, leave the job. And, and then me too. I got up one day and I said, I will leave. I went to Swiss Air. And I had a wonderful interview. I didn't even go for application because I think they had a little record that the guy was good. And so, immediately, Pegasus House. I went there. I met a man. He said, ah! Then he says, that's you. Go and bring application and immediately you'll be employed. And I was very happy against my inside. 
And as I was descending from the stairs, thank God he spoke. Thank God he spoke. He said, Dennis, now you know how to look for a job for yourself. I said, yeah? Is that what you are saying from heaven? Lord, Mejai, my application never went. And I'm going to continue to do what I have to do. If Olafibes had to frustrate us, I settled quietly. By the time they finally said, Olaf Evets, it's now enough, go. He goes, and another general manager comes who, who doesn't know anything. And in those days, we didn't have mobile phones. And I think even if we had, it was like the one with the, the, the weapon one. But you know, there was one which was like a weapon that you hook it like a Motorola. And so what we will do, when we are handling flights, all the expatriates, they had radio in their house. And so whatever you say, hey, Dennis, Dennis, the last bag is coming. Dennis, Dennis, the, the, the last passenger has been found. All those things were going on, and as they were sitting in their home, they could hear. Now my boss, the new boss comes and he says, how is it possible that as a station manager and the only voice I hear is Dennis? The only voice I hear is Dennis. The only voice I hear is Dennis. Let this man go home and let this man take over. Now, when that happened, I remember one thing the Lord said. Had you not repented and had not retreated, you would never have known what I would have done for you until you have gotten to heaven. And even that one, what is the guarantee that you will make it? I will never forget this. Because you were depending on your cleverness and intelligence to make decisions that your boss wasn't good enough. So you wanted to move on. I knew the plans I had for you. Plans of good, not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. So as I endured, I was lifted to the highest level and I left honorably. Blessed be the name of Jesus. May I say this to you. May I say this. You've been too intelligent for God. Turn to the Lord and ask. Turn to the Lord and be humble. Turn to the Lord and say, Lord, I don't know where to go until you answer me. And God will do it. I have many things to tell you, but I think it is time to pray. So if you see me before you go, child of God, many a times you have made too many mistakes. God blessed you with something and it slipped out of your hands because you did not ask for his strategy. You were too smart. Therefore, you lost it. But I pray today, would you repent? Would you stand on your feet for a moment, please? Koda baganda gazia, lembrengendo nani na manuru badagasta. No matter who you are, may I say to you, you need God's strategy. Some of us, maybe the Holy Spirit was reminding you, repent and then burst out in the Spirit and say, Lord, kona marashataya. Let your will be done for my life. I've been too smart calculating things for myself. And Lord, as if 
as if you are not there. I repent. And then after that, within a short time, would you please pray and let the spirit man take over. Gondo bozo godori babande gedege shekete marukusua. Maronda bali lemana zanzanzumbe lengurunde ngarasanga marasi sotoli mamanda. Aidi. Yaidi yaida korokotoba saikabaga zondolo bolobo. This message may be for somebody. But may I say to you, as much as it may seem as if it's not yours, keep it for the future. Sheketeri maroko dogodongo boroku zigidaya. Ah, sukuri makontini mikonta babaya. Spiritual strategies. It's about time you stopped everything and started hearing God. You don't move until you have heard from God. You don't move until God. Burunda belebe shiki mataya korokota siki labaya. Mamenda buri ni prusiginda seteli makorini kurukatani yandi sasi. We pray to you, Heavenly Father. Would you lift your hands as I pray? And I tell you, this is a sincere prayer. Please lift it up. Lord, we come and surrender to you this morning. Some of us have had ourselves in what we are going through now because we did not depend on you and depended on our cleverness. We surrender and ask for forgiveness. Please do forgive us. Same time as well, Lord, as we stand with our hands lifted up to you, we see you are the greatest strategist. From now on, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask that you will lead your children. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Lord, make the corrections for us. So that the word of God that you have sent to us today, Lord, will bring the turning around. In Jesus' name, and everybody shouted, God bless you.